to Where I Long to Be, a Magical Trip Report podcast. My name is Virginia, and I'll be your host. Today, we have Dana's report on her April 2023 trip, which was a combination solo trip and a work trip for some training for her job as a Disney travel planner. She's a great resource for anyone who is trying to plan a Disney vacation, and I'll have her info at the end of the show and also in the show notes. Our conversation was a lot of fun and included lots of pivots in the plans, a keys to the kingdom tour, and more. As always, if you'd like to be considered as a Trip Report guest, the link is in the show notes. While you're there, I'd love it if you'd subscribe and even rate the podcast. And if you like what you hear, please share with others. And now, let's get to the interview. Welcome, Dana. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, Can you first just tell me a little bit about yourself? What state are you in um, and what kind of Disney person are you? Well, um, I live in Michigan. I wish it was in Florida, but it is not. Um, I I live in Michigan and I am a Walt Disney World Resort person. Um, I've never been to Disneyland yet, but I am truly devoted to Walt Disney World. Um, It's my favorite place and can't really fully describe why you like going there so often um, or the feeling that it gives you, um, but it is just one of my very favorite places, and that's why I do that for my job, you know, is plan other people's trips to, you know, get them there. That's why I wanted to start doing that um, because I obviously can't be there as much as I would want to be, but other people can. I want other people to experience that too. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I've started this podcast is because when I can't right. be there... I might as well just talk to other people about their trips. <laughs> my husband is so sick of hearing me talk about it. And my kids are so sick of talking about it all the time. And, you know, I have my um, friend, my group of Disney friends, you know, they love talking about it, but not everyone wants to talk about it all the time. So um, that's why Disney podcasts are so great. You know, you can yeah. just listen to people talk and talk and talk and you never get sick of it. Right. And you feel like these are my people. <laughs> um, so being that you are a Disney vacation planner, I assume that you are the planner of your group that's going on this trip. Is anybody helping you or is it all you? Well, the trip that I'm going on this time, the first three days, it's just myself. Um, Just like a solo trip. This will be my third solo trip. And then the second half of the trip is like a training um, trip with, I'm going with a fellow agent. So some of it is planned by Disney Destinations. Their agent education area does that for us. Um, But some of those days, then I also plan out the rest of my day, like when the training is over. So it's mostly planned by me. (laughs) Um, Okay. So when you are there and doing your training, will you be with a group of other people you already know that you would consider to be part of of your party or it'll be a big mix of stuff? Um, I'm just going to be with one other person that I know, um, a friend and a co-agent in my agency. So we, when we are not having our training, we're going to be traveling together for two days. So um, we have some stuff planned together, assuming we keep those plans. <laughs> you know, as you know, sometimes Disney plans do change along the way. Um, based off weather or, you know, so many factors. But um, for the two days when we're not in our training sessions, we do have plans. So I would consider her and I traveling together for those two days. There will be like a hundred some other travel agents there, but our plans outside of the training sessions are completely separate from theirs. 
Okay. And what are your trip dates? I know it's April. Um, April 21st. So next Friday um, is when I get there. And then I come home on the 26th. So it's, and it's kind of like a split stay really, because it's, you know, two different resorts I have to switch, which that I've never done. So that will be new for me. Um, well, speaking of resorts, what are the resorts you're going to be staying at? For my personal portion, um, the first three days and nights, I'm staying at Pop Century. And then the agent part of it, we are being hosted at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Have you stayed at Pop or Animal Kingdom Lodge before? I have stayed at Pop before. Love it. It's my favorite value resort. But Animal Kingdom Lodge, I have not stayed at before. I've been there before just to walk around. Um, see the lobby, see the animals on the savanna, but um, I've never stayed there before. So, and I've actually never stayed deluxe. So I'm really looking forward to staying deluxe. Oh, you're going to spoil yourself. <laughs> I know. I'm like once you go deluxe, you're not going to go back. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit like that, but at the same time, I, I just stayed at, uh, we stayed at pop on the last night of our trip before we came home in February and it's, it's still fantastic. So, I mean, yeah. you know, there's differences, but if I have to pick, I'm going to pick deluxe, but it's, yeah. it's still, there's nothing by, like being in the Disney bubble. I'd much rather be oh, yeah. in a value resort than down the road at a good neighbor hotel. It depends what kind of trip you want to have. You know, sometimes you're planning on doing a lot of resort days or, you know, every other, like a park day, resort day, park day, resort day. So, you know, a nicer pool or a nicer, larger room, rest, like sit down restaurants at your resort might be more important to you versus sometimes your trip is you're on the go the entire time, you know, park open to park close. You're never in your room except to sleep and shower. So that might not be where you want to, you know, put a big chunk of your budget into your room. It just depends what kind of experience you want to have. So you're coming all the way from Michigan. Um, Mm-hmm. I assume you're flying, not driving all yes. that way. Or do you have oh, a direct no. flight? Yes, I have a direct flight from Detroit to Orlando. And what time do you uh, are you going to be arriving in Orlando? Pretty early, like 8.53 is my arrival time. So right in the morning, which is what I prefer every time when I go there to maximize the magic. You know, I, I hit the ground running. I don't like to arrive late in the day because I'm like, well that's wasted. I don't want, that's just more time spent at home. I'd rather spend the time there, you know? Also, I feel like the later your flight, the more likely you're going to be delayed. Like if you're first thing oh, yeah. in the morning. Right. Yeah, definitely. Everything is going to be delayed. Exactly. Um, okay. So once you get there, uh, what is your local transportation going to be like? Are you, how are you getting over to the resort and do you plan on using Disney transportation for the most part? Um, well, as you know, um, I'm sure you know, Magical Express is no longer available. So I this I time I'll be using the, <laughs> I know, I'll be using the replacement, the Mears shuttle bus. I just, I tempted to Uber, but I don't prefer to do that alone, you know, as a woman alone. Um, so I just feel a little bit nervous to do that. Um, so I'll be using the Mears um, shuttle bus, which I've used before. It's fine. By myself, it was great quick, especially right in the morning, those first few arrival flights, um, it's very quick to get to your resort. Yeah, I have, I'll be trying mirrors for the first time when I go in May. Up until now, I've been doing the Sunshine Flyer, which has been great. But what I learned recently, um, because 
I'm actually doing a late night flight for this next trip. And because of the time I'm landing, Sunshine Flyer doesn't go that late, but Mirrors apparently yeah. is there all night. So yeah, Mirrors is 24 hours. So that's what I'm going to need when I come home. When I come home, I have to like, I have like a 3.30 a.m. pickup from Animal Kingdom Lodge because I have a really early flight. One other good thing that I noticed is when we flew into that new terminal in February was that because I was taking Sunshine Flyer, we had to do that long trek to get over to it, whereas Mirrors picks up in both the old terminals and the new terminal. Yes. So that would have been more beneficial if you're flying into, I think it's Terminal C. Mm -hmm. It's it's a long a long hike. You, you get your, your Disney steps started early if you get oh, into sure. Terminal C. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk uh, ADRs. What kind of ADRs do you have booked? And are there any that you want but haven't been able to secure yet? Yes. So when I get there on the 21st, it's Flower and Garden Festival at Epcot. So and since I'm staying at Pop Century, I'm just going to take the Skyliner over to Epcot um, right away. That's where I'm going to start my day with my park reservation for Epcot on the 21st. Um, so... I'm going to be starving by the time I get there. Um, so I am definitely going to enjoy the Flower and Garden Festival for lunch or brunch. Um, so then for dinner, I do have um, a reservation at Hollywood Brown Derby in Disney's Hollywood Studios. I do have a late dinner reservation that day. Um, so, so far right now, that's my plan. Have you eaten at Brown Derby before? No, not never. And everyone, everyone does. Everyone I know has eaten there. And I just never, I don't know. I just never had the opportunity or never made it a priority. It just never fit into my plans. So I'm going to do that this time. Do you enjoy a good cocktail? Yes, I do. Okay. I'm going to recommend, and you don't have to do this, but I recommend the margarita flight. Okay. I've seen that. My friend has had that recently. I saw her photos of that. So Maybe I'll do that with the Cobb salad. I got to get the Cobb salad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a must do. Must do. And those are a good – I've had that exact meal multiple times. <laughs> I probably will do that. That's Friday. Saturday, what are your plans for Saturday? Saturday, my plans are to go to Magic Kingdom to start my day. I'm going to hang out over there probably until, like, lunchtime. Then I'm going to go actually over to the Grand Floridian for their um, wedding pavilion open house. That is something I've never done. I mean, they only do it a few times a year. I think this year they're, they were doing it um, like two weekends a month, maybe like January through now, I believe. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty random schedule, obviously, when there's no weddings in there. So I'm really looking forward to that. I've always wanted to go into the wedding pavilion. You know, you drive by on the monorail and the monorail recording, you know, says you're now passing the Grand Floridian's wedding pavilion. You know, everyone wonders what it looks like inside. So I can't wait to go inside and see that, see, see what it looks like inside. It's a self-guided tour. So I'm assuming you could just walk around, you know, I don't know. Is that something that a Disney a vacation planner can help with if somebody is planning a Disney wedding? Not really. That's like they have their own whole Disney wedding planning department. I suppose you could help their guests, um, like like the people attending the wedding. You could book their you know hotel stays tickets, whatever package they would want. So you could do that, but nothing really specific to the wedding. Um, so you're going to be over there at lunchtime. Are you going to eat lunch while you're at the Grand Floridian? I don't know. I guess it depends how hungry I am. 
you know, I don't know. Um, a lot of my Disney trips, I don't plan out all of my meals. I'll do like one dining reservation per day. Sometimes I'll cancel it if I know, you know, the night before I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. You know, you can cancel them now a little bit closer, even sometimes like within two hours before they change the policy a little bit on that. I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess it depends if I have a lot of snacks in the morning over at Magic Kingdom, then I might not eat lunch over there. But I have eaten at the Grand Floridian Cafe several times. Later that day, um, I'm probably going to go back to Magic Kingdom for dinner because I do have a reservation at the Crystal Palace, which is a little out of my comfort zone to do a character meal without my family, without my children with me. Mm-hmm. You know, some adults, Disney adults, are totally comfortable and fine, like interacting with the characters, stirring up a conversation. I don't feel totally comfortable with that. So I'm like, well, maybe this will give me more practice to do that. I'm not sure. But at, at the Crystal Palace, it's, you don't really have to interact with the characters if you don't want to. You know, they kind of come by the table. And if, if they notice you want an interaction, then they'll they'll do it. But if you're kind of just keeping to yourself, you know, eating your dinner, they won't really, like, come to the table. You know what I mean? Unless you kind of, like, summon them over. I think you'll be fine. I mean, I think they're really good at picking up on how somebody's feeling about interacting with them. Yeah, I so think I'm so. I'm guessing they'll try to make you as comfortable as possible. Right. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't I shouldn't feel so awkward about it. I guess I just, I don't know. I, I usually stand back and let the kids, you know, interact. You yeah. know, kids come first with the characters in my mind. So um, I usually just let the kids do what they want. And then I'm like, you know, I wave or I'll take a picture, but I don't like hold a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but I've never eaten at the Crystal Palace. So thought this was a good time to try it. Can you remind me which characters you'll see there? It's um, like the Hundred Acre Wood characters. So Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Yor, and Tigger. That's the last one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Usually when I, I interact with characters, I usually just ask them a question about their storyline, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you see Winnie, maybe you would ask him if the, he can recommend anything on the buffet. or It's a buffet, I think, right? Yes, yeah. Um, like, is there anything good with honey in it? Or, like, little right. questions like that. Right. So that that's usually – and then they try to signal back to you in their nonverbal language <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what you should be doing. And, you know, and then if all else fails, just ask if you can get a selfie in them. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think I'll do. Okay, so after after dinner, are you going to continue to stay at the park, do a little bit more late night action, fireworks, anything like that? Yeah, so that night I, in, in case I don't get to see Happily Ever After on Friday night, because it's going to be such an early, early morning, I have to wake up at like three o'clock in the morning, you know, to fly there and have the whole long day and everything. I don't know if I'm going to stay for the fireworks on Friday night. Um, because I do Saturday morning, I do want to rope drop Magic Kingdom. So, you know, I got to be up bright and early for that. So, um, I don't know if I'm going to see them on Friday night. So Saturday night, yeah, my plan is when I finish dinner at Crystal Palace to just stay right there and watch the fireworks and see happily ever after. Cause I, you know, obviously it just came back. So, um, I can't wait to see that, you know, in person again. Were you an enchantment enthusiast or... Not so much. You know, I know so many people really didn't like it, you know, in the, in the Disney community. And it's like a big talking point. But I I didn't, 
I thought it was great. I didn't see any problems with it. I mean, it's just, you know, everyone's like, well, it didn't live up to happily ever after, but who said it was supposed to, you know, it, I mean, it was just something different. It didn't, it wasn't supposed to be like, I didn't think it was supposed to be a replacement or, you know, to override happily ever after. It was just a different show. So I liked it. I thought it was fine. I mean, watched it a million times in Disney vlogs that I watch every day. Um, listened to the soundtrack a million times. Um, seen it in person eight, nine times. So, I mean, it's, I, I thought it was great. I liked it. Yeah, I, I think that's all it is, is comparison, because I think it was fine. Um, it's just, uh, I I have that love for Happily Ever After, so it was like just the comparison right. of it. And then I think there was a little bit of, you know, I think maybe the thought that because it was the 50th anniversary, that maybe people had expectations for something specific mm-hmm. because of that, and mm-hmm. if it doesn't live up to your expectations. So, I mean, I just feel like, you know, don't set your expectations too high for anything and you'll never be disappointed. <laughs> right. I, I do think it was a little bit, you know, a better, I guess. Um, when they added Walt the last couple of months, they, you know, they added the um, Walt talking um, towards the end of the show. So I do think that that was great when they added that. I don't know why they didn't have that in the beginning. Uh, you know, I, who knows whoever designed the show, but um, you know, I, I do think that was great. I mean, I, I thought it was, a nice addition to the show for the last few months of it. Um, okay. So that's Saturday. What's happening Sunday? So Sunday is my exciting day. So I will also be back at Magic Kingdom really, really early for the Keys to the Kingdom tour. I've really been wanting to do it for years. Um, you know, it was gone for a while because of the COVID situation. So um, it was gone for a while. And um, when it came back, I did have a trip planned, but it was, I planned my trip last minute, much sooner than a 60 day window. Like a, it was like a two week notice that I planned my trip when I went back in November. So there was no availability to do it. Um, and I need to do it on a solo trip because my children aren't old enough. Um, I don't even know if they would be interested in that. So, um, you know, it's something that I want to do by myself so I can fully enjoy it and not have to you know, worry if my family's enjoying it too. So this is the next time I was here by myself. So, um, so excited to do that. And how many hours will that take? It's five hours. Okay. So you're going to wrap that up right around lunchtime. Yes. I have the 830 tour. There's like an 8, 830, 9 and 930 most days. Um, I did want the 930, but that one was sold out. So I had to take the 830. Um, because I was told if you do the 9.30 tour, you get to see um, the characters getting ready for um, the parade, like Festival of Fantasy. You get to see them getting ready and getting on the floats and getting their costumes on and things like that. So um, I really wanted to see that, but that one was sold out. So I'm like, that's okay. So I did the 8.30 tour, but so I, you know, I don't know what extra things we will see on that, but Yes, it's over at one thirty. I wonder, maybe you'll see them getting ready in some way for the castle stage show. Yeah, instead. maybe. And I, I have heard from several people that have done it that it kind of depends on your tour guide also. Like, not every tour is the same. Um, it, they vary a little bit with your tour guide. Like, the information varies a little bit 
and um, the little bit of extra things that you get very slightly. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who I get and, you know, how it is. Um, Lunch is provided on it. So I'm assuming that's like halfway through. I don't know. It didn't say, but I know it's at Pecos Bills. And when you check in for your tour, I believe you choose what you want off the menu for lunch and they have it waiting for you, you know, when it's time to do that. So. Oh, that's nice. I didn't realize that lunch was included. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pecos Bill is one of my favorite quick services in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with it. You know, it's pretty good. All right. So what are you going to do after the tour? So after the tour, I'm not sure. <laughs> I might go back to my resort. It's supposed to be really, really hot that day. Um, you know, and when you're on the tour, you have to keep up with everybody. You can't be like, oh, I'm so hot. I need a shade break or a sunscreen break. You know, you kind of got to like keep up. So um, I'm not sure. I might go back to my resort and get some air conditioning or take a dip in the pool. I'm not sure. Um, I If I do do that, I will go back to a park. I'm not just going to call it a day, you know, at 1.30 or 2 o'clock. So um, sure. I will go back to a park. Um, so that night I was looking for a reservation at Steakhouse 71, which I couldn't get because I just decided I wanted that, you know, too late. But so my hopes are that um, I will be able to get one of those, you know, the day of or the day before. Are you just continuing to to check or do you also have some search uh, features on like mouse dining or anything like that set up? No, I don't. I haven't used those yet. I haven't needed to for any of my guests or for myself. I just um, obsessively check many, many, many times a day. Anytime I have a free second, I check. Um, and usually something opens up, you know, that that I want or a guest would want. Um, that's one of the things we do is we, or I do for my guests, is I just obsessively check to get everything that you want on your list every single day, all day long. Every time I have a free second, I will check because usually someone will cancel something that you want, you know, within an hour or two of the time, your you know, preferred time. Mm-hmm. So especially now that they're letting you cancel a lot closer to the reservation time without, um, you know, any repercussions. So many people are canceling last minute. Um, and a lot of people will like kind of hoard their reservations. You know, they'll make multiple reservations for the same day for dinner, three or four reservations, and they'll decide one or two days before what they want. Um, so then they'll cancel the ones they don't want. Um, Mm-hmm. which has pros and cons, I suppose, you know, the, it, the, but they'll all usually something will open up for what you want. So I'm hoping yeah. for Steakhouse 71. If not, since it's just me, one person, if nothing opens up, I will try to just do like a walk up. Um, and they do have a bar, like a lounge bar that you can order off the full menu usually. So um, for one person, you know, I usually they can just sneak you in at a little table. It's not like a family of six or something. Yeah, that's true. The The lounge option is, is a good idea at several different restaurants mm-hmm. where you might, someone might be in the same situation. Right. Um, okay. So are you going to, after dinner, go back to Magic Kingdom or go back and get yourself packed up for your resort change? I don't know. I I probably will watch Happily Ever After again. You know, if I'm if I'm in the area, um, you know, if I am over at Steakhouse 71, depending what time I'm done, I'll probably just come back over to Magic Kingdom. 
but because I do have a park hopper ticket for all the days, I do like to fully take advantage of that. So I feel like I have to go to at least two parks on every single day to make full use of my park hopper ticket. So I'm not sure. So, okay, now that you've mentioned your ticket, I have a question. So mm -hmm. you have a park hopper ticket. Are you going to roll this into an annual pass? I don't know. So I was just speaking about that yesterday with one of my agent friends. You know, I bought my three-day ticket. You know, I, I wanted an annual pass a while ago, but they were frozen forever. Um, so I've been there three times wanting an annual pass when they weren't available. Um, so like I went three times in 2022 and an annual pass would have been great because I bought like a six day ticket and then a four day ticket and then another four day ticket. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. I, I might, I'm, I, I really have to figure out my rest of the trips of, of my trips for this year. You know, if it's going to, um, you know, be a win to do that. So I am going again in November um, I'm going in June, so I just don't know how that, many days. Just, just hearing you <laughs> saying you're going twice, like I don't even care how many days you're going. I feel like it's going to be worth it. Now, I I, I'm saying that, and as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking you're out of state, so you only have the option for That's, the highest level. Yes. So maybe, maybe not, because for me, like I have the Sorcerer because I have DVC. That's right. Um, and I've luckily had an annual pass before the pandemic, and I just keep renewing it out of fear. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, out of fear, and I'm using it enough for it to be worth it. But um, yeah, I, I I think you could probably get some good Disney math done to make that happen. <laughs> I know. I should clarify the Incredipass, the out-of-state pass was the one that was frozen. The other ones you could, they did bring some of them back a while ago um, that you could you could purchase, but um, the one I am eligible for was frozen. Um, yeah, and they just announced that, you know, this week, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just bought my my ticket. Um, so I might, I don't know, <laughs> I might. It's very tempting to do it. Yeah, I saw. I just saw recently. I remember. I wish I remembered where it was, but there was somebody that had like a calculator or something built that would help you within a couple of clicks see is it worth it. Oh, okay. I'll have to look for that. <laughs> well, because I did it. Because, I mean, I know in my mind, mine is worth it. But mm -hmm. I was like, let me just confirm. And right. it, yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, so Sunday, you might watch Happily Ever After again. And then mm -hmm. the next day is when you transfer over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I'm making a big assumption that you're gonna use the concierge service to get your stuff transported, is that correct? For sure, yes, I will. Because I'm gonna go to a park that morning. I'm gonna go to Hollywood Studios that morning um, just to take advantage of the Skyliner being there. Um, and that's the only morning I'm going to that park on this trip. So um, I'm gonna go there. Um, since I kinda have to go somewhere to get to a Disney bus somehow to get to Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, later in the day to get my luggage. So unless, I mean, I suppose I could Uber from, or use a minivan or something from Pop Century to Animal Kingdom Lodge, but my room, you know, probably isn't going to be ready early in the morning anyways. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not just going to sit around the lobby and wait, I'm, I'm going to be in a park. So um, 
I'm going to go to Hollywood Studios while they transport my luggage to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, and then that is when my um, agent friend that I'm going to be doing the two days with, um, she'll be arriving pretty much the same time I'm leaving my hotel. So she'll be getting to Animal Kingdom Lodge then. So then our together two days will sort of begin. So your agent friend is arriving around the same time that you're leaving your your hotel that morning. She's going to meet you at Hollywood Studios? Yes, that's our plan as of now. <laughs> um, unless she wants to go to a different park. Part of our training program that day is, or for this training program trip, is um, two complimentary park hopper tickets, um, two days. So that's going to be the Monday the 20th, Monday? Yes. Monday the 24th and Tuesday the 25th. So she may pick a different park. She's not sure um, because that's her like first, she's just arriving that day um, and she's never gone by herself before either. I don't want her to feel stuck that she has to, you know, be with me or anything like that. I want her to fully enjoy her alone time from her children. And, you know, um, so that's our plan. Um, she may choose to do something else, but um, we will be meeting up no matter what at some point that day. No, I like that. I like that you're respecting the the fact that that might be her only alone time then. Yeah. So, so that's I'm, important. Yeah. You know, I don't want her to feel like she has to like be with me. Like, I, you know, I mean, you know, I don't, that's perfectly fine. Like, she, I, I, you know, we just both, um, love it you know so we just want to do what we want to do and I will have had three days before by myself to do whatever I want to do so I certainly don't want to like ask her hey do you want to go do this like at this certain time and she might be like well no this is my only one day and like please enjoy it because I already had three you know don't don't make any accommodations for me so but that's our plan um as of now so what are your What's your plan in Hollywood Studios? Do you have any priorities? Um, because I feel like Hollywood Studios seems to be the most cutthroat park lately as yeah. far as doing things. Yeah. So I'm not a big, like, thrill ride person. I, I'm not going to be doing Tower of Terror. I'm not. I don't do Rock and Roller Coaster, even though it's closed right now. Um, I'm, I don't do that. Um, Slinky Dog, I will do with my children. I'm not going to do that by myself. It's not my favorite thing. Um, I do like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I will do that. I will go immediately to that. Um, I'll do Rise of the Resistance if I can. Um, so, but I, with Hollywood Studios, what I really like doing is just walking around. I really like the old Hollywood, you know, scenery, the vibe. I love anything vintage, just in my normal daily life. So I really love just, you know, walking around there, um, just enjoying it, especially in the morning. It's so, um, you know, it's the most peaceful time of the day in Disney's Hollywood Studios because that park gets a little wild, um, mm -hmm. you know, because everyone is in such a rush to get to all of the rides. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to walking around enjoying myself maybe like i said um doing rise or runaway railway that's probably it I, and i'm just gonna sit on the bench and people watch for a little bit and then um make my way to animal kingdom lodge um 
either to meet up with her if she's still at the resort or um, see if my room is ready. Um, you know, just let them know I'm there and maybe lay by their pool, <laughs> lay by the Animal Kingdom Lodge pool um, until my room is ready. Um, I might do that. That day's more of like a see what happens kind of day, I guess, you know. So yeah. usually what I'll try to do on my trips, especially my solo trips, is I'll I'll try to pack a lot in, but then I will try to do a day where it's just like I just take the day as it comes. Um, because when I do go with my husband and children, it is really, you know, pretty scheduled um, just to keep the kids busy, you know, um, so they're not like standing around like, what are we doing next? I'm bored. You know, it is pretty um, rigid of a schedule those days. So I don't do that all of the days when I'm by myself um, because it is nice just to have the luxury of just deciding in the moment what you want to do, um, you know, where you want to go next. Yeah, no, that sounds like a, a really good plan. Very relaxing. It, it sounds to me like maybe you'll be rope dropping uh, the Starbucks or the Joffrey's cart um, <laughs> to sit oh, and yeah, enjoy that... a coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was, that's my like semi non-plan plan. I love a non-plan plan. Yeah. <laughs> the Animal Kingdom Lodge pool is really nice, you know, tropical-y looking. Um, so that is really nice. So I'm looking forward to relaxing um, a little bit, you know, before the next day, it'll be really busy with our training. So I'm going and hoping to stay by the pool that day for a little bit, a couple hours if it isn't raining. And then, um, it, then her and I do have plans if we don't do anything during the day together, we do have plans in the evening though. Um, so she can go see happily ever after, like, we're going to go do that together. Um, mm -hmm. we did consider, um, my friend Brittany and I, we did consider, um, doing the desserts party that happily ever after there's like a pre dessert party post. Mm -hmm. And then I think there's like a during the, um, fireworks party. We did consider doing that. Um, but, we kind of decided against it because then, you know, it is like a set plan. It's a set time. And then it kind of takes away the like relaxedness of just seeing what happens, you know? So mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to do that. I mean, we can, you can always check at the last minute. There's usually a few openings for those, you know, a few days before usually. So if it's available, maybe we will as it, as it gets closer to next week. Okay. So is, Tuesday, that is your departure day, or that's just your last full day? That's um, that's my training. All right, so that's your training, and yes. you are doing that. Where does that happen? At Animal Kingdom Lodge, you do the training? No. So interestingly is um, they take us from Animal Kingdom Lodge to the Contemporary um, in one of the ballrooms. They have it set up like a, like a classroom sort of situation, a classroom environment. Um, and we have breakfast, um, like provided breakfast, and then training for a few hours and a provided lunch. And then we have resort tours that we do all together, like 100 some, I think it's 140-ish agents will be on this one. I won't know any of them. I just, just know the one from my agency. But um, so then we have resort tours at the Contemporary Polynesian and Grand Floridian um, different room styles. Um, they didn't say exactly which room categories we're gonna see, you know, if it's the newer Mary Poppins rooms at the Grand Floridian or 
I'm assuming it would be those, but sometimes it's just what they have available, you know, that are not occupied at the moment. I'm not exactly sure which rooms we're going to see, but definitely at those three resorts. And then that's scheduled to be done about 3.30 or 4 o'clock. And then um, you're on your own for the day to go into the parks and do whatever you wish. Okay. And which park will you go to at that point? So her and I have um, plans to go to Epcot um, and we're going to go to Space 220, which neither of us have been before. So we're really looking forward to that. When it first opened, it looked really, really cool. And the whole thing, it looks like a really fun experience. And I really want to do that so I can, you know, explain that to my clients, especially if your kids, you know, are space lovers. So we're really looking forward to that. Are you going to be in the main dining room or do you have... um... The lounge. The lounge. Yeah, her and I have the lounge. I ate in the main dining room the one time I've been. And if I went back, I think I would do the lounge because Mm -hmm. you get to see basically the same view and have the same experience, but not necessarily be tied to a prefix menu. Right. And that's what we wanted because um, we've already had a planned, you know, planned activities and the training all day long. We, we don't want to be sitting there eating like another meal. Like we're, they're giving us a big breakfast, a big lunch. I, I don't want to be doing that. It's mm-hmm. so hot. Like we're just going to have a cocktail in the lounge, leave and, you know, go enjoy the parks. So that's sure. our and if plan you for that. get hungry, you got flowered and garden right there to take oh, care yeah. of you. For sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. So then Wednesday, the 26th. So that is mm-hmm. your departure day. What are you doing yes. up until the sad moment when you have to leave? Well, that's the morning. I have to leave really, really, really early. Like I think my pickup is like 3 or 3.30. I have a really early flight, like a 6.10 flight. I know I, I really want to, to stay. I was going to have that be like a resort, you know, day at least until mid-afternoon and just relax by the pool, but my husband has a business trip that he needs to go on. So I have to be home for mine, you know, within an hour or so for then him to go on his trip, um, just because of our children. So um, unfortunately, I do have to leave really early, but that's okay. At least I get, you know, I'm getting to do what I'm getting to do. Um, I'm thankful just to be able to do that. Yeah, definitely. How, how old are your kids? They are eight, almost nine. And then um, 12 and 15. Oh, okay. All right. So they are old enough that there's a, a future not too far in the distance when you will have a little bit more freedom once the youngest is a little older, right? Right, right. Yeah, I still have some pretty strong mom duties, you know, around my home. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, and I mean, they love they love Disney World, you know, whenever I tell them we're going to Disney World, they, they love it. They don't get sick of it. <laughs> you know, some people are like, oh, that's too old to go to Disney World. 15-year-old doesn't want to go. No, she loves it. You know, there's always something new to do. Their perspective of it changes. You know, a little toddler going mm-hmm. is totally different than, you know, an 8-year-old and then a 12-year-old and a 15-year-old. It's just the way they view things is different. The way they like to enjoy the parks is different you know, the older they get, they want to go, go, go almost like an adult, you know, they don't need to stop for a nap or to use the bathroom or, you know, a snack every hour, (laughs) you know, so um, Mm -hmm. it's, it gets more fun. I would, 
I don't know, I guess, I guess there's fun to both seasons, you know, like a young, a young child and an older child. But um, when they're older, it's definitely more um, freedom. You know, I don't need to carry around a backpack with like snacks and a change of clothes and those kinds of things. You know, they can carry, if they want their own sweatshirt for the night, they can carry their own sweatshirt. I don't, I don't need to do that, you mm-hmm. know. So um, it's, a, it's just a totally different way to experience it when your children are older. Yeah, no, I think that's that's something that's important for people who maybe have not been to Disney before or have, have only been, you know, when their kids were a certain age is that it really, you, your kids will grow with it and always find new things that they like. And I, I love that you get the chance to go by yourself. It's totally different. It's a totally different experience, you know, that I was a little nervous to do it the, the first time, you know, I was like, this is weird. Do people do this? But people do, this. people do that. I mean, there's a million Disney adults in the world that go to the parks by themselves. Yeah. And when you're there, you'll be like, oh, he's by himself or she's by herself. Okay. I don't feel so weird. You know? So the, the first yeah. time I did, my husband did it um, as a surprise for me for a, a big birthday milestone. Um, so that I was having a hard time turning a certain age. Um, so he, plan that for me as a surprise to go by myself so I could fully, fully enjoy it without distractions from our children. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best birthday ever. Like it was so, so <laughs> incredible. I went again for my next birthday and then um, I'm going now. So it's my third time in like a year and a half um, going alone. Yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not too worried about being by myself only because I live in New York City and I am very used to doing lots of things by myself, including going out to dinner at restaurants by myself. I have no hesitation about that. My only my only fear is that because I'm so used to going with my family that I'm going to see all the other families together and really start missing the fact that they're not there with me. Yes, I thought that too. But then when you see like a three-year-old like melting down, <laughs> hanging out of the uh-huh. stroller, like screaming. And the parents are like all sweaty and like getting so upset. I was like, oh, bye. Like I'm going to go have my cocktail and go on a ride. <laughs> have, have fun with your melting toddler, you know? So um, yeah. it, it's, I see both sides, of it, you know, um, no, you'll, you'll get over it quick and you'll be like, oh, I wish they were here, but they're not, and, but they will be next time or you know, that it, they'll be there again with you. So, um, you know, you deserve to fully enjoy it too without any distractions. And not everyone likes to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, my husband doesn't like to do what I want to do every time. And him and I have been there before alone without our children also um, for a day. Like he joined me on my birthday trip, um, that, that surprise birthday trip. And then my birthday trip just this past year, um, he joined me for one day as well. So, um, and I, you know, I stayed the rest of the time by myself, but thankfully, um, we, my sister-in-law babysat our children just for a day and he just came down for a day and came back home to the kids. But, um, that's incredible too. Just, you think it sounds like, why would two adults leave their kids at home and go to Disney World? But it's totally different. I mean, especially like at Epcot, you know, it's bar after bar Mm -hmm. after bar. It's, it's not what you think. Disney World isn't all, it, it doesn't need to be what you think. It's not always just the castle and Mickey Mouse. And it's not just that. It is that, but it's not just that. Um, okay. I guess uh, probably the, the last question I have is just to ask whether you're planning on doing any Genie Plus or individual Lightning Lanes on the days that you're there. 
Yes. So I will be doing that. Um, I will buy as many individual lightning lanes as I can. Um, just because, you know, that time is really precious and I really want to maximize the time. You know, I just, I, especially when I am alone, um, you know, I just, it's a bummer. You really, you know, you have to pay for it, but, um, Mm -hmm. when it's just me, it's okay. I'm just buying it for one person. I'm not buying it for my family of five. Um, you know, I can, I can swallow that pill and just, just bite the bullet and just pay for it to really maximize my time. And because I am by myself, it's boring waiting in line. You know, I don't, you can only chit chat with the person next to you so much before it becomes like awkward or, you know, maybe they don't want to talk to you, you know, in mm-hmm. a two hour line. So, um, it, it's boring to wait and I don't want to wait in the hot sun. I'm just going to buy as, you know, buy as many individual lightning lights as I can and definitely buy Genie Plus, um, just to get in and out of those lines. Well, I will cross my fingers for you that it will be, uh, less than $35 for the Genie <laughs> right, Plus. Right. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Taste. I know, but you know what? I'm honestly, I'm a Genie Plus Pro. So for my clients, I just stack those, stack those lightning lanes all day long. Um, so, so hopefully I won't have to wait for anything really. Um, I just, I know how to work the system. So I, I will have them all stacked up and ready to go. So it shouldn't be too bad. Okay. Well, um, I guess that is it for now. When we speak again, you will have already come back from your trip and I can't wait to hear how it goes. So yeah. we'll talk to you then. All right. Thank you. Welcome back, Dana. You have been back for, what is it, a week and a half, two weeks almost? Tomorrow will be two weeks or a week. Oh my gosh. Yeah, tomorrow will be 10 days. Okay, so a little more than a week. So have you adjusted back to normal life? Are you feeling the Disney blues? How are you feeling? I like to call it re-entry. Re-entry was fine. <laughs> um, you know, it takes a day, I feel, for me to get used to normal life. You know, you're not like paying with your magic band when you run to the store the next day. It's like for a second, it's like, oh, you have to reach for a wallet or something. It's a weird transition. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a shorter trip you know, most people is seven, 10 days. This was five days. So it wasn't that long. Yeah. Okay. So let's just start at the very beginning. How was your flight? Everything go okay with that? It went great. It was excellent. Um, took off on time, no delays. And we landed early, about 15 minutes early. Did the whole plane applaud? No, <laughs> they did not. <laughs> but everyone was, seemed pretty happy to be, you know, arriving in Florida from Detroit. Yeah, I would guess so. All right. So you hit the ground running then, right? Oh, yes. What was your next move when you landed? Um, Then I went to my shuttle, to the Mirrors shuttle, which is where Magical Express used to be. Same spot. Um, So I got on the shuttle for that. That was a little delayed, more delayed than the last time that I took it. So we waited about, I want to say about 40 minutes. Oh, um, wow. It was quite a bit of time. I mean, way more than I was anticipating because my previous trip, I only waited about 15, maybe 10 or 15 minutes and we took off and there was only three people on the bus and they still left. This time they were waiting for it to fill up more. Hmm. So it was about half full and they took off. So it took about 40 minutes, which I was like looking at my watch, like I should have just took an Uber because I would have been at my hotel by now. 
Yeah. But, you know, I already had this planned and it was fine. Well, also, the longer you sit there, the more it's kind of like, well, well, do I just change plans now? And then you've waited all that time. When do you make that call? I know. Like, I already paid for it, you know, so it's fine. I I tried to justify it because, you know, we landed early, so Mm -hmm. that was my extra time, I guess. That's the positive way to think about it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it was fine. You're going to get there eventually. It's just you want to get there right away, you know. Right, right. Okay, you got there, and I think your plan was to to Skyliner over to Epcot right away. Is that what ended up happening? Yes, that's what I did. So my room wasn't ready. Um, I got to Pop Century about ten fifteen, mm-hmm. so I was I was figured my room wouldn't be ready. You know that's fine. So um, I just went to the bathroom and changed into Florida clothes out of my Michigan clothes, and then put my bags at um, Bell Service, and then went to Epcot. So I got to Epcot, uh, my notes say I got to Epcot at 11, which I do remember right at 11, um, scanning in. So I thought that was pretty successful, you know, like just being in Detroit, you know, five hours earlier and then I was there. That's right around lunchtime. Was your first order of the day to hit up the flower and garden booths? Yes. So I was starving when I got there. You know, I purposely, whenever I travel to Disney World, I always go in the morning, you know, first flight of the day. I make it a point purposely to not eat anything until I'm on Disney property. It's just my little thing that I'm like, that's going to be my first meal of the day is a Disney meal. Mm -hmm. So I was starving by the time I got there. So yes, I did go to the food booths right away. I got a little distracted because when I first walked in, Daisy Duck was there doing a meet and greet. Um, so I got distracted by her and then I started walking through and then Aurora was walking around. So I got distracted by her and was taking some pictures and then, um, but then I made my way to, through World Showcase. I, I don't think I've ever seen Aurora just walking around. That's oh. kind of, uh, an unusual one, at least in my, my experience. Have you seen her before? Yeah, several times, usually by France. Okay. There's like a little gazebo and she'll do pictures in there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've sometimes you do see odd characters uh, back. Uh, not that Aurora is odd. I'm not judging Aurora. I'm just <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like more rare. Rare. Um, sometimes back uh, in that little area, right by the International Gateway, there will be just random characters when they're practicing. Like when new new characters are coming on yeah. board, they will do their practicing there. Um, but I'll have to keep an eye out for her. I only ever see her in parades. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. She's there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So which booth did you hit up first? And what of all these festival foods would you recommend? So first I went to France because I was right there. Um, and that one always has the longest line. I don't know why. It does. Besides, besides Mexico, that's really their booth all the time, like the, the margarita stand. But the, the France food booth is always the longest at all the festivals. And I did get the cheese. I don't remember what kind of cheese, but it was like a cheesy beignet, um, oh. like filled. Um, it was good. But then as I was eating it, I was like, I'm so hot. Why am I eating hot cheese? It, it, was, it just made me hotter. <laughs> like it was already like 85 degrees. It was, you know, but it was good. It was, it was a fine choice to start with. Mm-hmm. Did you have any of the drinks there, like the Frosé? I did not from France this year. I did last year, Flower and Garden. I did have the Frosé 
and that mm-hmm. was delicious. I was so like dehydrated though. I'm like, I need water. So I just got water. <laughs> was that your only booth for lunch or you got some other things? Um, no. So after that, I went on Ratatouille because the line was not that long. So I'm like, well, I'm already here. I'm just, it was like a 45 minute line. It ended up being like 35 minutes. So not too bad. bad. So I went on that. Then I continued on my way down. Um, Then I did, I didn't really eat anything else in World Showcase. I just kept going around till pretty much where it ends, um, where it starts to split into future future world whatever it's called these yeah. worlds neighborhood <laughs> I don't I can never remember right right I went so then I went to the honey the honey bistro oh so yeah that was great that was delicious. I remember loving that one last year so what did you have there I did the chicken and waffle mm-hmm. um which was a little spicier than I thought the chicken was kind of spicy or it was the honey it was like a like a spicy honey is it a sriracha honey? It might be. Yeah. It, but it, it was, was a little worth spicy, trying? But not, not like too spicy. Yeah, it was definitely delicious. It was worth trying. And I had the cheesecake, the honey cheesecake. It had like a honey drizzle and a honey whipped cream and a piece of honeycomb. It was like all honey components. <laughs> and it, it wasn't, I was like, this is going to be so sugary, but it really wasn't. It was like balanced well with the cream and whatever else they added to it. Oh, that's nice because honey is so sweet. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've definitely had things from that booth before that have been a little too sweet. Mm -hmm. Okay. So over at the honey booth, you were near the violet lemonade. Did you get one? Yes, I did. (laughs) I did get one. I did. And I posted that on my social medias and people went crazy for the picture. Oh, really? I have to go check it out. And it was a lot of comments about my nail polish because my nail polish color, I guess the way I was holding the cup, like you could see my nail polish with like all the flowers, the floating, um, mm-hmm. like impatience, I believe, like the floating flower arrangements uh-huh. in the background. And it was just like a really good color palette. Yeah. So everyone was like, I love your nails. I love your nails. And then like, I got a lot of like DMs about, I love your nails. What nail polish color is that? It wow. was really funny. I wasn't expecting like the nail the nail love on that post. Yeah, I feel like everyone who gets the Violet Lemonade somehow always gets an artistic photo of mm-hmm. the lemonade. It's just so photographable. Right. I remember doing a lemonade photo shoot last year where I had it sitting on a bench and I was crouching down and trying to get and I am not somebody like I don't, you know, have a big Instagram following or anything. It was more like oh, I can just take a beautiful photo (laughs) and it always comes out well. So um, I'll have to check yours out. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. So what was, what was next? So next I gave up on the food for a bit because I was so hot and just full, you know, I'm like, this is enough. I'm moving on. So then I went and rode Spaceship Earth because, you know, it's just a few steps away and it's a classic. So I wanted to make sure I fit it in. I got to fit it in on every trip. So I'm like, I'm here. I'm, I'm going to do it. It wasn't a long wait. So, and you know, it's a good time for some shade and some AC anyways. Yeah. And a nice chance to lay back after all that food. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. So I rode that. And then um, I went back to my hotel, um, which didn't take too long because of the Skyliner. Um, so I went back, changed my shoes. I was like, I got to get out of these tennis shoes put on sandals, um, to be cooler. 
and just stayed in the hotel for a little bit, finished unpacking and organizing my stuff because my room had was ready at that time. Um, then I went to Magic Kingdom for the rest of the night. Okay. Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. All right. So you did not end up going to Brown Derby? No. Did I have a so note? Okay. I, what happened to that? So many of my plans changed. So many of them changed because either, you know, I just didn't feel like it or there was a time farther into the days where it's pouring. So, so that um, morning when I was on the plane, I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to go to Brown Derby for dinner. I just want to stay. I just want to stay at, at Magic Kingdom. So earlier, so on the plane, I canceled that reservation. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got so, it. and now you can do it, you know, two hours before without penalty. So, so they let anybody do that two yeah. hours before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I, I used to do the thing where you would just modify it to another day and then cancel it to mm-hmm. avoid the, the fee. Yeah. You can do it two hours. I'm not sure if off property guests, I'm assuming they could cancel, you know, within or outside of the two hours. Um, but I'm not totally sure, but definitely resort guests. Okay. Um, as long as it's greater than two hours. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you made somebody really happy when they saw that yeah. reservation pop up. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So headed over to Magic Kingdom. You took the bus, I assume. Yes. Everything good with the buses this trip as a whole. Um, yes. Great. Yeah. Except the typical end of the night, you know, jam-packed, end up standing. Mm-hmm. most of the time, you know, but um, otherwise, no, it was great. Okay. So walk us through your Magic Kingdom time that night. First thing I did was get coffee because that's usually what you do. Um, Pause. Main Street or Joffrey's? Main Street. So okay. normally I am Team Joffrey's all the way. However, I just wanted my normal Starbucks order when I got there. I was like, I really want that because I didn't get it in the morning. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't open in time at the airport. And I just, I had it in my mind that I, you know, I wanted, I wanted my normal Starbucks order. So I did get Starbucks at Main Street, which I normally do not suggest because you can get Starbucks anywhere, you know, so I tried to get Joffrey's, but I was right there and I wanted it. So I got that. <laughs> so then I just took my time walking around, went through the Emporium. Um, you know, when you're by yourself, it's a little bit different than you know, when you have your children, they're pulling you this way and that way. So you can't really take in everything and, you know, just people watch or um, look at all the new merchandise, just enjoy everything, you know, at your own pace. So I did that for a while um, and then made my way, you know, down towards the hub, um, sat on the hub grass for a little bit. It was getting later. So they were starting to kind of, you know, shoo people into their fireworks corrals you know everyone gets there like so so early for the fireworks so so they were starting to set up that so I hung out in the hub just for a little bit then um made my way to Adventureland um went on Pirates of the Caribbean then I wanted the spring rolls I don't know if you've had the cheeseburger spring rolls like Multiple they have times. a cult following. I love them. Okay. Love <laughs> so, them. Right. The cult following of the spring rolls has me. So I got those because I can't get those, you know, anywhere else. We have made them at home, though, um, like a copycat from Pinterest, and it's pretty close. Ooh. So, I will have to get that link for you at the end yeah. so that we can put it in the show notes for people. Sure. Yeah. It was, it's pretty, pretty close. 
So I had those, and then I got a Dole Whip because you have to at some point in your trip. What is your Dole Whip order? So I prefer the coconut. Me um, too. It's my favorite. Yeah. So Sorry, I just shouted into the <laughs> mic for anyone's ears I heard. <laughs> I do love the pineapple. I mean, you know, it's the original, I suppose. I love the pineapple, but usually I get the coconut a few times on each trip because there is an ice cream place by my house that has Dole Whip. They have all the flavors except the coconut, so I can't get that any other time. Do you just get it straight? Yeah, like, just straight. Just, just a cup of okay. coconut. I just love the coconut. I don't know what it is about it. It's so delicious. So delicious. Nothing against the pineapple, but I'm sorry, coconut wins every time. <laughs> For sure. I agree. Yeah, then I just made my way back to the hub and stayed for Happily Ever After. I just kind of found a spot to stand and just waited maybe 20 minutes. I don't get there very early or anything like that. 20 minutes really is early for me, usually when I'm by myself, because one person can just squeeze in anywhere, you know, to watch it. So That's true. Did, was this your first time seeing it since it came back? Yes, since it came back. Okay. Yeah, I, I had seen it on, like, online and, you know, vlogs and Instagram posts, uh, but not, you know, in person, yeah. Oh, you had never seen it in person. No, 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 no. I mean, since it came back. Oh, in got it. Okay. Yeah, I um, okay. So how how was that? I mean, were there tears? <laughs> I did not have tears. I did not. I think because I had already watched it several times online, mm -hmm. you know, in the past couple weeks leading up to this. So yeah. that bubble was already burst for me, you know, seeing it, I, you know, so, mm -hmm. um, I'm specifically avoiding the recordings for that reason. Oh. Yeah, because I, I'm just like, I know that it makes me emotional. So I'm like, I don't want to watch it in advance because I want to just feel the feeling of seeing it again for the first time live in right. person as much as I want, have wanted to watch it. And I've definitely mm -hmm. listened to the song in my car multiple right. times. But <laughs> the cast, when I watched online the cast member preview night, that was mm -hmm. great because they went crazy. They, they went wild you know when when it came on so that was really great because you can relate to them like the appreciation for the show you know relate to the cast members um, um but no it was it was great it was fine everyone went crazy I mean you can definitely tell in the crowd who you know that's their first trip and they have no idea what they're watching versus people who've you know watched it a hundred times and keep coming back for it oh so good can't wait all right. So after the fireworks, the park closed at 9 p.m. that night. So I assume you didn't stick around um, unless you did some shopping. Right? No, I was done. I was really tired. Oh, I was just over it. You know, I had been up since like 2.30. I think my alarm went off to go to the airport. So I was over it. I was done for the night. Did you sleep well that night? I did. Yeah, I was totally zonked out. <laughs> And the next morning, I actually planned on waking up really early, I think I told you, to map out my, um, make, sh make sure the bus would be on time and everything in preparation for Sunday for my tour that I had to be on time for. But I looked at the bus times for my resort, and I was like, that's going to be plenty of time. I'm not testing it out. I'll trust that it's going to happen. Um, so I didn't wake up early to test it out. I just, I, I just woke up whenever I woke up. Um, which wasn't late. It was like eight, eight o'clock, but that's late for me for vacation. And you weren't doing Genie Plus or anything this day. I ended up doing Genie Plus. Um, Friday I didn't when I got there. I didn't 
need to really Mm -hmm. but saturday i did end up doing it but um it wasn't like i needed to get a certain lightning lane at seven o'clock you know i Mm -hmm. i wasn't i didn't care about that i just did the regular uh genie plus on saturday did you make it for rope drop then because the park opened at nine if you got up at eight no definitely not (laughs) i did not no i i took my time that day just because i knew the other, all the other mornings, I had no choice but to be wherever I was going very early. So um, that was my only day that I didn't really have to rush in the morning. I took my time getting ready and um, having my coffee and all that. You took the bus again. Did you go back to Starbucks or you had your coffee at, at the resort? Well, actually, so I believe I told you I was going to Magic Kingdom on Saturday. Is that Yes. That was my original plan. So no. So right okay. before I went to bed, I changed my reservation to Hollywood Studios. So Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I okay. was like, I'm just going to see if, you know, there's availability. I'm going to change it. I just felt like going there because I was like, you know, I really should take it more advantage of the Skyliner being right here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that instead. So I switched that. So I don't necessarily recommend switching your stuff exactly the way I did. You know, last minute, um, especially if it's your first time, I don't recommend to my my clients to switch their stuff like that. It's a little risky, you know, but it's just me and I know what I'm doing. You know, it's fine. For yeah, I, I would not recommend that for a first timer, right, but definitely. that's kind of the beauty of not being a first timer is that you can pivot when you change your mind about something. Right. So I, t- so I got my coffee at um, my beloved Joffrey's Skyliner Coffee Station. I got Mm -hmm. my coffee there and then went to Hollywood Studios. But I did get there by 9.45, I think. So, I mean, not too late. What what were your priorities there that day in Hollywood Studios? So, the first thing I wanted to do was Runaway Railway. I love that ride. And it's, you know, right there when you walk in. Um, So, um, I was able to get a Genie Plus Lightning Lane for that. Just while I was riding over on the Skyliner, they had one available within a few minutes of me getting there, um, the, the opening window for it. So I was like, okay, perfect. I'll do that. So I did that first, then, um, check Genie Plus again for, you know, more lightning lanes. And then I was Mm -hmm. able to make one for Toy Story Mania right when I got off Runaway Railway. So that was perfect. And then right when I got off that, Alien Swirling Saucers had a lightning lane, did that right away. So it was just, it was really working out. You know, I, even with, the last minute switch and not really any planning for it. It just, everything worked out fine. Do you think it makes a difference that you were a, a party of one? You know, I, I wonder about this all the time and I do have people ask me this. Um, I, you know, I've seen a lot of like vlogs where this is like debunked where it doesn't matter how many people are in your group, but I feel like it must matter because if you have a group of 10 versus a group of one or two, I mean, that's going to add to the length of time in line. And I feel like they only allow so many spots per per hour window. So I'm not sure. You know, I I know people have tested it with huge parties versus one or two people. And everyone says it doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like in my experiences at Hollywood Studios with Genie Plus, because there's not that many rides in total, right? Right. and usually when I'm trying to get lightning lanes over there, I rarely see one that's for that moment. So for you to have three in a row like that. Right. Yeah. But it worked out for me. Yeah. 
All right. So after alien swirling saucers. So then I was like, okay, well, I'm hungry. It was like 1130, 1145. I was like, I'm going to do brown derby because I'm I'm here and I'm just going to see, you know, because I canceled the reservation mm-hmm. the night before. So I went on the app, did join walk-up list, and it said 10-minute wait. No problem. So, nice. Yeah. And it was really like three minutes because then I got a text, you know, please come to the hostess stand. And it was perfect. And then when I went in, it was empty in there. There was like maybe three or four tables that had large groups. And there were mm-hmm. so many tables open. So... Don't Were you in the hope. main room? Yes, the main room. Okay. All right. And this was your first time I made a note um, right. going to Brown Derby. Yeah. So what did you order? What did you think? Will you be back? So I got the Cobb salad, of course. Yes. No, that's what you got to get, according to everyone, you know, that I've ever spoken to. So I got it. It was fine. I got it without the blue cheese because I don't like blue cheese. Um, mm-hmm. But it was perfect. It was great. Um, I would definitely get it again. And I thought it was so um, light for something, you know, in a theme park versus like a greasy burger or, you know, even the stuff at at the food booths, even though you're getting smaller portions, it is still pretty heavy food, you know, lots of sauces Mm -hmm. and fillings and things where this was like really light. It was nice that it was cold because it was so hot outside. So to have like a cold salad and it was like real fresh food. You know, it didn't seem like when you get quick service, you know, it's just like mass produced fried stuff. So um, it was great. It was, I would definitely recommend it again. I don't know if my children would like going there. I mean, they do have other things like kid friendly things. I don't know if they would go or appreciate the significance that, you know, that it's a staple in Hollywood studios that you need to do. But I would definitely go, like my husband and I would definitely go there. Did you get anything to drink? No, I just got water. Um, I didn't get anything because I wanted the margarita flight. I saw like a, people next to me had it. but I know. And we had talked about it. So yeah, I was like, did she get it? <laughs> it looked tempting, but I'm like, I got to do all this walking around. I'm like, I don't, I hate to be so full walking around and everything. So, and I wanted to be able to have other things throughout the day and not be stuck. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just going to get water. But it, it was tempting. I, if I would have been with my husband or a friend, I think I would have got it because we could have shared them. You know, just um, – but I'm not going to drink three margaritas at lunch, you know, by myself. So By yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you could always hit up the uh, the bar that's outside if you really wanted to get something later. Right. I don't know that they do the flight there, but you could probably get it's one not, of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. After Brown Derby, where to next? Then I went back to Pop um, to change mm-hmm. my shoes again because I started the day – with tennis shoes and it was so hot so I went back to change my shoes I put my feet in the pool and um just rested in the room for about an hour hour and a half just to get AC get out of the sun um you know just rest I always have this battle with myself do I keep going and going and going or do you go back and relax I mean it is vacation but it's not like a beach vacation where you're just like laying around you know it's like Disney World is a very unique vacation because there really isn't a lot of relaxing involved Mm-hmm. I mean, there can be, but it's really just, especially when you're spending as much money as you are to be there. Right. In most cases, you kind of feel like you want to get the most bang for your buck. So you're like, I got to go, go, go. Yeah. I mean, unless you have a designated resort day and you're like, this is, we're not leaving this resort today. We're laying here by the pool. We're relaxing, you know, and I didn't have any of those on this trip. That's not what this trip was for. So, right. you know, so I did um, rest there for a little bit. 
and then I went to Magic Kingdom. So I was going to do the tour at the wedding pavilion. That was my whole mm-hmm. original thing. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm not going to go all through it. I was reading more about what it would entail. It was really for like potential brides. Uh-huh. I just kind of wanted to see it, but I was like, I'll get another opportunity sometime. I just didn't do it. So I'm telling you, I changed my plans so much from my original itinerary. <laughs> that is, that's totally okay. And I think that's what makes this interesting yeah. is to find out what actually happened, what worked, what didn't, what did you just simply change your mind about? And it kind of will help people know that you don't have to stick to a plan. Because I know that a lot of people will plan their Disney trips and will have spreadsheets. And I'm using that word. And I know anybody who knows me in real life will be like, Virginia, you have spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't have spreadsheets that are like, at this hour, I'm doing this thing. And I think that's probably something I would have done years ago. Right. Um, but when you uh, are there, if as long as you know what your options are and, and kind of have a, a sense of, of what's going on, it's it's okay to change your plans and not be down to the letter of your schedule. And you probably will have a much better time if you're not so stuck to this is the plan and I can't stray from it. Right. Especially, I mean, like what I would recommend to people is if you know you can only go once every five years, then, I mean, and you really have a checklist you should stick to that because you're going to regret it. But I don't, you know, I can go more often than that. So, and I have done everything, almost everything at least once before. So you just don't feel that pressure, you know, that you have to get it all done because you know you can't. So you, you know, it's just a lot, a little less pressure on yourself, I guess. Right. And I, I do think there's a difference in having like a checklist of the things you want to get done but being flexible enough to be like, you know what, I I don't feel like doing that today. I'm going to do this other thing that I also wanted to do on my checklist. And then I'm going to switch my park days like you did. Right. And just, you know, you keep chipping away at it. But I think a lot of people will get very stuck in their original plan, um, at least if they're a newbie. But right. I think that's why, why they will tap into the expertise of uh, a travel planner or a trusted friend or somebody who knows what they're doing to try to help them out. Yes. So. Yes. So that, so I went over to Magic Kingdom, you know, after park hopping began. Um, and then I did Peter Pan, which I love that ride. That's one of my favorite rides. And same thing with Genie Plus was, you know, I was almost there and I'm like, let me see what I can get, you know, right when I get here so I can do something right away. And it was available. I mean, you probably know that Peter Pan is difficult to get, especially after two o'clock, just to have, you know, a lightning lane sitting there. So maybe, you know, because I was one person, it it was easy to get. But Mm -hmm. um, I always feel bad when you walk up with the lightning lane because people are waiting like two hours for this short little ride. (laughs) But, um, you know, know, but that's what you paid for. I know. I'm like, just get Genie Plus, everybody. I try to tell everybody, just get it because it's so much, you know, it's so worth it. But um, so I I did that right away. Um, And then I did get another Dole Whip. I got another coconut Dole Whip. I did. Yeah. I'm glad you got to ride Peter Pan because like you said, that does fill up. And if you don't get it, sometimes it's it's not going to happen unless you wait till like really late at night or during the fireworks or something. Right. Yeah. We went a few years without riding it, maybe two or three years worth of trip because I was just it was never a good time. You know, we didn't get there early enough. Or, yeah. um, you know, or it wasn't available at a good time on Genie Plus. 
so um, we went I we went a few years without writing it, but I I have now the past three trips I went, I made it a point to ride it to make up for the years that I missed it because I really do uh-huh. I really do love that ride. Um, so I just did that. I just had I just rode Peter Pan, had a dole whip, and then I left. I went to um, the monorail resorts. Okay. It was really hot. I wanted to get out of the sun, get in the air conditioning. So I went to all three and spent time in each, you know, just sitting in the lobby, um, answering some emails on my phone, um, just relaxing, you know, just sitting there, talk to my family. And then I got, you know, got on the monorail, go to the next one, relax, look at their mm-hmm. gift shops, even though most of the gift shops are all the same. Yeah, but you can sometimes find something special in each of them. That's right. that's the fun of the hunt, right? But, yeah, I mean, especially the deluxe resorts, they do have a little bit of their own merch. You know, a couple shirts or maybe some ears that are just, you know, just theirs. So, mm-hmm. um, so I did that. Um, and then, by then, it was dinner time. So... My last stop was the Polynesian. I love their nachos from Captain Cook's, the pulled pork, like Hawaiian pineapple nachos. Me too. I love them. Yeah. So I got those and I took them out to the beach, ate them on the beach, and it was like almost sunset. It was so great. <laughs> that that was relaxing. It was perfect. Yeah, that was great. So the original uh, dinner reservation you had at Crystal Palace, right. was that canceled altogether or rescheduled? So that one I also canceled, and that was actually within an hour. I was It was not within – or not outside of the two hours. I did cancel it on the app, and really if, the, if it's too close where they're not going to let you cancel it, it won't let you cancel it. So, you know, it still let me cancel it. So I was like, okay, I don't think I'll get charged, and I didn't. Um, so I canceled that. I know I switched all these plans around, but I was, I was like, well, I really want those nachos. And, um, you know, I didn't know if I was going to get back over there, like the timing would work out. So Mm -hmm. I just did that. I just want to say that I think that those nachos are so good. They are worth a trip over to the Polynesian just to have them. And we have actually made those ones at home too. And it's now that one is not as close as the cheeseburger egg rolls or spring rolls. But it's pretty close. Well, they they home make their chips, right? So, and, and for anybody who's not familiar with these nachos, it's it's a bed of potato chips, not regular nacho chips. It's like a kettle cooked potato chip, also yeah. with wonton chips. Two yes, chips. yeah. So the wonton chips I could not find at a grocery store, so we just go to our local Chinese restaurant and buy like the soup strip wontons and it <laughs> tastes the same it's just a different shape <laughs> we, okay. we do that so we we go all out because we really love them my husband and i love those nachos so it sounds like you do a lot of like disney themed dinners well, only like... <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> i know we have tried the homemade dole whip but that broke our blender so we haven't tried that <laughs> yeah we, we haven't tried that oh, no. so it's just those two recipes but i know it sounds kind of weird but yeah it was just it's just those two that we remake at home so i had those on the beach um and then i was like you know what what should i do i really wanted to go back to the hotel but i'm like well i can't go back to the hotel from the poly i you know unless i was going to uber i'm like i got to go somewhere anyways to get the bus to get back mm-hmm. so i'm like what should i do and then on the beach, the boat going to Magic Kingdom is right there. The boat dock is right there. So I saw the boat mm-hmm. coming back and I was like, okay, this is perfect. This is my sign. I'm just going to go back to Magic Kingdom because the boat was coming right there at that moment. There was going to be no waiting or anything. So the boat came back. 
I hopped on the boat and then I went back to Magic Kingdom, watched it happily ever after again, then went back went back and went to bed. Well, that sounds like a fantastic evening. Yeah. Exploring the resorts is sometimes really fun and what you need to do for a break. You don't always have to go back all the way to your resort for your break. Right. You can go to someone else's resort right. for a break. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so the next morning, the very exciting Keys to the Kingdom morning. Yeah. Tell us all about that. So, was your bus on time? Yes, first actually, of all? yes. It, it worked out perfectly. I, the Skyliner starts running like just a few minutes before seven. So, and I knew mm-hmm. I wanted coffee from the Joffrey's Skyliner. I love that they have like toffee flight latte, is what they have there. It's like a special toffee syrup. They don't have it any of the other Joffrey stands. So, I wanted that latte to start out my very fun day. So I was thinking, I was like, well, I'm not going to go get my coffee and then take the Skyliner back and take the bus from Pop. That would be such a waste of time. I just walked over to Caribbean Beach to their bus pickup to take the bus from there because that would save me at least 20 minutes going back on the Skyliner and walking all the way to the front of Pop to get on the bus there. That would be silly. Mm -hmm. So I just took the bus from Caribbean Beach, and it actually worked out perfect because right as I walked up, the Magic Kingdom bus pulled up. There was no one on it, no one waiting for it, just me. And I sat down, and then the driver took off. So I had my own personal bus going. Wow. Right, I know. And I've had that a few times over the years, but like later, like the middle of the day, not the first or second bus of the morning. So, but it it wasn't like by the Mm -hmm. lobby or you know, buy a bunch of rooms. It was the one at Caribbean Beach that's in the front, like closest to the guard station. So I think a lot of people don't even know that one's there. It's covered by a lot of trees. You know, I knew it was there because I've stayed at Caribbean Beach many times. But if you didn't already know it was there, I mean, it's not going to stick out to you. So yeah, I was going to say in my mind, when you said you took the bus from there, I was picturing you walking all the way up to the main no. lobby buses. Right, yeah, this one's like in the parking lot, like where you would self-park, and then it's kind of like on that little outer road that connects mm-hmm. like Caribbean Beach to Riviera. So really, I mean, I don't think a lot of people know it's there. So I just walked up. It was like my own purse. It was like an Uber bus. I mean, it was <laughs> it was right there. I'm like, all this day, I was like, this day is starting out perfectly. This is meant to be. It's going to be a great day. And was it a great it day? It was great. It was so great. I mean, it was one of my best Disney days. The, the Keys to the Kingdom tour was fantastic. So I got to Magic Kingdom like really early. I mean, because you know, I was the only one. You didn't have to wait for strollers or anyone else to load on. So I got there at like 740. I mean, pretty, pretty early. And you had to be there at 830, right? The tour started at 830, but they wanted you to check okay. in 15 or 20 minutes before. I got right in. Um, really, the, the park opened at 830 that day for the extra hours early entry they call it but they start letting you in like around 7:45 or so you just you know you got to kind of stay on main street in the hub area so that was perfectly fine i got in um and then you go to the town square theater to check in checked in around eight i mean the check-in takes two takes two minutes you get a name tag like a, a audio listening device so you can hear your tour guide and then you pick what you want for lunch with there's like a, a cast member that helps you pick it and kind of takes your order basically and they submit your order and then then you just wait for your group to be called nice i'm sitting here feeling like 
I should book this, but I promised my son that we would go together and he's not, he's about to be 13. So I've got a couple more years to go. Yeah. One of my daughters wants to do it too. I'm like, I'll do it again with you. You know, she's also about to be 13. So I'm like, I'll, I'll do it again with you in a few years, but it was great. It was, it's really a good value, honestly, like not that I'm trying to sell it. I, I don't make a commission on the keys to the kingdom tour, but it is a great value. I think it was $114. And for yeah. what you get, I I think it's great. I would have paid $114 just to go backstage, not including any other mm-hmm. stuff. It was really great. And for five hours, lunch, a couple bottles of water, two ride walk-ons. So we walked on Jungle Cruise, not even like Lightning mm-hmm. Lane, like VIP tour walk-on where you go in the exit, oh. just walk on oh, like nice. they stopped other people from entering the ride just so we could get on because you do have a mm-hmm. schedule to maintain so walked on jungle cruise and walked on haunted mansion with the history of both you know included in it and then of course the rest of the tour was a lot of history and about 90 percent of it i did already know the information from the thousands of hours of vloggers that I have watched have already said that information. So I did know it, but it was so special to be in the tour group, you know, with your tour guide doing it. And then the backstage stuff, of course, I mean, that was, I don't want to say once in a lifetime, but it was once in my lifetime so far that I've gotten to do it. And that was great. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that was priceless. Now, I know you were hoping that maybe you'd see them getting ready for the stage show. Did you end up seeing that? No. Well, we did. I, I don't want to ruin any magic, but we did. No, don't spoil anything. Right. But... We did see a little bit of, I mean, we did see them sort of um, testing the one of the parade floats, a very popular mm-hmm. moving float. We did see that getting tested. I'm sure it's like a safety test before the parade you know, would be going out in an hour or two. Is it something that might catch fire? No. So that day they actually (laughs) didn't do, we did see that getting like oiled up. We did see her getting oiled up, but um, actually that was the day that it caught on fire in Disneyland, I guess. Disneyland. Yeah. So this is for anybody who's curious, we're talking about the Maleficent (laughs) float that's in the parade, but in Disneyland, the Maleficent for Fantasmic caught on fire right so they actually didn't do the fire that day in world they just didn't do it i don't i i guess and out of respect or something i read they were like we're just not going to do the fire today but no it wasn't that one it was well do you want me to say it okay it was the uh tangled float where the flynn rider swings on like the hammer that was my next guess it wasn't flynn rider doing it but it was just like a testing like a maintenance guy was really swinging on it like the way he does so I'm assuming it was mm-hmm. like a safety check. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, that's yeah. cool. But there, I mean, there's so much other stuff that I don't want to say because I'm sure, you know, people want to do that. So I don't want to say it, what I saw, but it was definitely so special. How was it being on the tour by yourself? Did you have opportunities or did you even want to socialize with the other tour group members? Um, was- I was just talking to a friend about this yesterday, actually, and I, I do think it would have been slightly more enjoyable if you were with a friend or spouse or something or a child, you know, your child. Um, Mm -hmm. It it was fine. It was totally fine. I mean, I made small talk with the people, you know, the couple was kind of, we kind of walked together through it, sat at lunch together. There were two other 
people, two other women that were by themselves too, but they, I thought maybe they were going to talk to me because they were by themselves and I was by myself, but they didn't. But this nice couple that was chit-chatting with me. Um, so, you know, we kind of talked, but really, you really can't because you are listening to the tour guide and you can't really chit chat because you'll miss what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But there, we did have like bathroom breaks. Um, you know, okay. there was little breaks or sitting, he'll sit, he was like, okay, we're going to sit for 15 minutes if you want to get a drink or whatever, or use the bathroom. So people did chit chat, but people really mostly kept to themselves or were like adjusting their lightning lanes for later in the day. You know, we did like we did have the lunch and I did sit with this nice couple. So we did chit chat. So it wasn't like I was totally alone. But um, mm-hmm. I, I do think it would be more enjoyable if you did it with a friend. OK. All right. Good mm-hmm. to know. So what time did that tour wrap up? About one forty five. What was your goal after that? Were you trying to go back and take a nap or anything? Yes. That day? So I did go back <laughs> because it was just so hot and we were in the sun for so long. I mean, he did, the tour guide um, did try to steer us like to the shade as much as possible, but you know, it's, you can only get so much shade in Magic Kingdom. So, so I did go back to the hotel to relax, get some air conditioning. I did go in the pool for a little bit, cool down. Um, I, I did do that. And then what did I do in the evening? Oh, and then I went to Epcot for the night, but I didn't go till late. Okay. I mean, late, what I would say late, like 6.30, I went. So I was I was back at the hotel for quite a while, about three hours, four hours. I have a note here that you had been trying to get a Steakhouse 71 right. for dinner. Did you end up doing that at all during no. this trip? No, so I, I didn't. I did not. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to save that for next time when I come with my family. We'll go there. Um, so I probably could have. Like, I think they would have probably had room for one person, especially at the lounge. But I didn't. Um, I did go back to Epcot. Because Steakhouse 71 is going to be there. The Flower and Garden booths aren't. So, and I didn't really get to do as many as I wanted on the first day. So, I did go back and do a few of those. All right. What did you try? So, well, I did have one thing that's not from the food booth, which was the fish and chips in the UK. So, I love that. I, you know, there's really nowhere else that has something like that. Um, by me, you know, the, the giant piece of fish, it's just, it's just fun to get. Um, I always get that when I'm at Epcot. So I did get that. Um, I only ate like half of it though, cause I, I like, I got to go to these other food booths. So I did go to Italy, the Italy food booth, which I know everyone's like, doesn't like the Italy food booth. It gets like, it has like a bad reputation. I thought it was fine. I got the ravioli. Like it, it was fine. It's fine. I just don't think there's much that's special yeah. about it. And it's, for whatever reason, always a lot more expensive than the other. Right, booths. it is. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I don't. I don't know why, but it, it was fine. I, it just sounded good to me at the time. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna get that. And then I went to, I think it's Canada, the one that has the um, like beef. It's like beef tips, mashed potatoes. I think it's Canada. Um, Another Violet Lemonade. I walked by. I couldn't resist that. And I think that was it. Was that the end of the night? Was the end of the night. Um, I did walk back the other way through World Showcase. I did stop in Germany. Um, got a treat. Got my favorite butter bar and the gingerbread. Um, the gingerbread. <sighs> the gingerbread cookies sandwich. Yes. Oh, so good. Got those to bring back for later. 
for, you know, for like a dessert in my room. And it happened to be a concert, you know, because the Garden Rocks tour. So it was Jody Messina, who I didn't even realize was like still performing. Are you a fan? I'm not not a fan, but I'm not like a fan. No. So I was like, who is this? And then I was like, oh, it's Jody Messina. But there were apparently a lot of fans that people were going crazy for her. So yeah, really? they were like okay. rocking out to Jody Messina. <laughs> but I, I really didn't realize she was still like doing that. I don't know. I guess I just, you don't really hear it on the radio, at least where I live anymore. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't really realize like she was still in in the industry, but she is. And people loved her. They were going crazy. And she was there for two nights. I think that was the first night. And then she was going to be there the next night too. So yeah. So I sat and watched that for a little bit. It's fun to like come across a you know, semi-famous artist while you're there, you know, just like, it's like a free concert. It's, it's kind of unusual, you know, yeah. just a concert just in the middle of Epcot. Did you hit up any other booths? I don't think I did. That was it. I think that was it for that day. And no rides this night? No, I did not. I, no. Mm -mm. And I didn't get Genie Plus that day either because I, you know, I knew the tour, the tour was going to take up so much time. And then um, Mm -hmm. I left shortly after that. Oh, I did ride the train. I forgot about that. I did ride the train after my tour. Um, I just did one loop Mm -hmm. around around the park and then um because it ended at it ended where we began at the town square theater so i was at the front and i didn't want to forget to ride the train or you know sidetrack those plans so i rode that around once and then that was when i went back to my hotel so i guess you can count that as a ride but totally yeah yeah (laughs) and then that was it then i was done because the next morning um was when i had to transfer to my other hotel and that was going to be a whole process. So I had to like pack everything back up, fit it all somehow in my suitcase. You packed up all your stuff. You managed to get it t- together and took it over to Bell Services. Yes, Sunday morning. So yes, changed those plans also. So I was like, well, how am I going to do this? I really don't want to have to take a bus somewhere and take another bus to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Like, I don't know what time my stuff was going to be transferred. They couldn't guarantee it before 6 p.m. So I was like, well, I don't want to wait that long. What if I want my other shoes or what if I want to swim? You know, I just didn't want to wait that long for my luggage. You know, and it's floating around property somewhere. I can't get it, you know, quickly if I need to. So that day, I don't know. What did I tell you was my park? Hollywood Studios. Okay. Didn't do that. I changed that reservation to Animal Kingdom. Because my agent friend that I was continuing on this journey with, she was going to Animal Kingdom. So I was like, okay. So I decided to go to Animal Kingdom and then we decided to meet up and do some stuff together before we separated for the rest of the day. Oh, okay. I was like, you know, how am I going to make this happen quickly? I just want to get my bags to Animal Kingdom Lodge and then move to the park and just move on with my day. So I was a big girl and I did an Uber for the first time. (laughs) I would, my husband's like, just do it. You can do it. You'll be fine. You know, I believe in you. Wait, this was your very first time doing an Uber at all or at, at Disney? At all, ever. Oh, wow. Because where we live, you don't really Uber that much. Maybe if you're going to a concert or something like that, it's not, we don't, mm-hmm. you don't really do it that much or just to go to the airport, but I haven't needed to do that yet. Someone was always able to drive me to the airport. So 
I've never done it before. But I did have the app on my phone already installed and to go because there's a couple times in the past where I thought about doing it. So I already had it all set up. So I'm like, I'm just going to do it. So I did it and it was so great. It was so fast. Yeah. I got from Pop Century to Animal Kingdom Lodge in like eight minutes or something. So quick. Do you remember how much it cost? It was $9.45 before that. Oh, wow. You remember yeah, exactly I remember. how much it cost. I remember exactly. Because I was like, wow, that's like so reasonable. Basically, it was like a dollar a minute. Yeah. It depends on what time of day. Usually, like how many people are trying to get rides, how busy right. things are. So it can vary, but Yeah, that's I a thought good it was price. fine. I'm like, it's fine with me. You know, as long as I arrived safely where I wanted to go, I didn't care. I'm sure Uber has this function too. I, I have used Uber before, but I, I normally prefer Lyft. And I can't even tell you why I do. I just years ago was like, no, Lyft is my my app. And so that's what I use. Um, but I know that on Lyft, I have some safety settings um, set up that whenever I catch a Lyft, it texts my husband okay. or you can have it text anybody. It's not like a spouse thing, but I personally have it text my husband just to say that I'm getting in a lift and where my destination mm -hmm. is. And then if, when it says that I've been dropped off, I haven't marked that I made it there safe. It pops a notification on my phone to say, did you make it there safe so that I can hit that? And then it sends it to him oh, like, okay. okay, she's there. Okay. Well, he did know. Cause I was like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I do it? He's like, just do it. Just be an adult. So so I just did it and it was perfectly fine. And I'm so happy that I did it because now I, I will yeah. do that in the future to get somewhere quickly. And that's usually a reason that I sure. really don't go to Disney Springs that often is because it takes so long. I just don't want to deal with it. But I will do that next time I want to go to Disney Springs just to get there so much faster. Yeah. The only thing to know about Disney Springs is there's the drop off points are at either I end. I heard that. Yeah. So. It's, I mean, it's one end or the other. It's not like where the buses, they drop off right there in the middle. So yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. It was so quick and fine. And, you know, left my bag with Bell Services and then did take the bus to Animal Kingdom. What was your first priority at Animal Kingdom? Was she already there or you were still waiting for her? Um, No. So her plane actually got delayed. And then, so then she missed her shuttle. She did Sunshine Flyers, so I guess theirs was theirs isn't as often as Mirrors. So like Mirrors, if you miss it, it's okay. There's going to be another one in a second going to the general area of your resort. They try to, Mirrors tries to cluster them together, you know, like um, if you're going to Pop Century, there will be people on your bus also going to like Art of Animation. So the drivers kind of go into the same area. Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure how Sunshine Flyers does it because I haven't used them before. But she did say that she had to wait like 30 minutes for the next one because she missed hers because her flight was late. So that was kind of a bummer. So I was already at Animal Kingdom Park when she got to Animal Kingdom Lodge to drop her stuff off. So I bought Genie Plus because I knew I was going to be park hopping that day. And then there was a safari right away when I got there. So I went on the safari, um, did that, walked around. I normally don't do like the animal um, treks like the gorilla trek, and I didn't. I don't normally do that, but I did this time, and it was great. It was it was nice to just you know be able to see the animals and nature, and just not be on like a rushed schedule. So I did that while I was waiting for her to get over to the park. So what time did she end up arriving? She got to the park about twelve, and then we did dinosaur, which I had never done before, and she loves that ride. So she's like, "Let's do dinosaur." There was a genie plus waiting for us or lightning lane. So, um, we did that and that was so fun. 
Um, it wasn't scary. Everyone's uh-huh. like, I always hear people say how scary it is. I didn't think it was scary at all. It's just that one moment where they take your yeah. picture where I think a lot of little kids get scared. Yeah, I could see a little. Um, I like to just act super scared at that <laughs> yeah. part because it's funnier in the right, pictures. Right, <laughs> Yeah, it, it was fine. It was fun and it was great. And then when we were done with that, we just walked around a little bit. Then we went um, to Pandora and we got a rum blossom from the Pangu Pangu stand, which is delicious. I don't know if you've ever had one before. So I'm a night blossom person. I love the night blossom and which is the same thing, but Mm -hmm. without the rum. Um, I like rum. Night blossom is so good on Mm -hmm. its own that I've never felt like I wanted to add something to it because I think I'm afraid like what if I don't like it as much as I just like the pure True. night blossom but yeah. we'll see uh, I'll give it a try at yeah some point no, it was great it was good I've had I've had it both ways uh, my kids have gotten the night blossom and I've tried theirs uh, but yeah so we got that and then we just really just walked around and then it started raining so um, by this time it was maybe 1 30 or two. Uh, she was park hopping for the rest of the day, whether it was raining or not. She was in it. You know, she was in it for the long haul. So I, so I was like, well, shoot, it's going to start raining. What should I do? So ducked into a gift shop, tried to let it pass, but it wasn't passing. It had been 30 minutes. I'm like, I want to go. So at this point, I got a notification that my room was ready. So I'm like, I want to see this room. I had never stayed deluxe. I'm like, I want I want to just go enjoy this this hotel. So I just ran in the rain as fast as I could to the bus, uh, got on the bus, and then got to my hotel. So maybe about 3, 3.30. My room was ready like a little bit before 3. So at this point, it was probably about 3.30 when I got back to Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then it was really raining the entire rest of the day. So I just stayed there. And I was going to uh, park hop so that otherwise I probably wouldn't have bought Genie Plus just for a safari and dinosaur, but that's what happens sometimes, you know? So I just stayed there the rest of the day, which I've never really done before, you know, from, for that amount of time, like coming back at three 30 and not leaving again. I never done that before. Were you put into a Savannah view room? Cause I know that you were hoping that yes. maybe that would happen. So I got, when I got the text that my room was ready, I looked it up on the resort map and I was like, okay, I can't really tell. It looks like it might be a Savannah room. I wasn't sure because the map's kind of confusing because it looks like there's Savannahs all around, but they're really, just because it looks like it on the map doesn't necessarily mean you can see it. So I get my room, I open the door, I go to the balcony, open the blinds, the curtains, Savannah view. I couldn't believe it. Giraffes right there. I opened the door and I was like, oh my gosh. I FaceTimed my husband. I was like, you're not going to believe this look giraffes right there zebras a minute later it was it was unbelievable and other people are probably like you're such a nerd like it's fine we stay at animal kingdom lodge all the time but i don't (laughs) and it was super special for me it was it was so amazing i mean i I wouldn't stay there without a savannah view now yeah that's what i hear that that is one resort that i have not stayed at yet and i'm hoping you know with because we're DVC that eventually yeah. we will, but because uh, we're trying to get around to all of them. But there's nothing wrong with being excited about staying someplace for the first time. It's really, I think, annoying when people, the phrase that I heard somebody use once that I liked was when they yuck your yum. So you think something's good 
who cares if you think it's good and right. and they don't, you know, mind right. your own business and let somebody enjoy it. I mean, I think it's, it's wonderful that you, that you were so excited and impressed by that. And I wish that. Yeah. I and I mean, it was too, so, so, it was so great because it was pouring, absolutely pouring. And I'm sitting on this balcony and, you know, covered, a covered balcony in the pouring rain with my feet up, you know, on the other chair and just watching these animals. It was just so great. It was just something that I always thought would be cool, just never did. And it was like a dream. Like, I'm glad it was raining because I wouldn't have stayed there to enjoy the Savannah view. Yeah. Yeah, it That's was amazing. Great. So what else did you enjoy at the resort since you were there for the yeah, rest so of the Yeah, so I night? sat there for a little bit, you know, talked to my husband, FaceTime my kids from school, and I was like, look at this room. And they were so jealous they weren't there. But I was like, one day you can come here. So um, then I just really explored the resort. I walked all around it. Um, I went outside, even though it was still raining. I walked around by the pool uh, just to see everything. Um, went through the gift shop and sat in the lobby and they have like a beautiful uh, fire, like a fire pit in the lobby. Mm -hmm. um, and I had never been, I, I had been there years ago, just on like the Savannah outlook. Um, when you walk through the main lobby, you just keep going out the other door at the end. You can mm -hmm. see the animals. I, we did that when our children were really little, but I never really like looked around, you know, so, like, G yeah, I didn't know Jico and Boma were, like, right there by each other. I didn't know exactly where they were in the resort. So now I know that. You know, I can tell clients the convenience of that. Um, you know, and I went down to the quick service, filled up my mug that I had from Hot Century, you know, just um, checked everything out. And it's really cool. You know, the, the lobby's really relaxing and cozy. And I really liked it a lot. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, it was it was great. And then um, I just sat in the lobby for a while. And then just like people watching, just playing on my phone. And then I was like, okay, I probably should figure out something for dinner. So then I just did their quick service, just got chicken strips. Um, and then took it up to my room and had it on the balcony watching the animals. <laughs> Which, you know, you can't do that in like value or moderate. I mean, I guess you can, but it's not really your own private balcony. You know, it's just outside an outside walkway I guess between all the rooms so um that was really unique for me you know like I said that was my first time first time staying in a deluxe resort and having a balcony like that so that was really great you know that was I wish like my husband and kids were there I'm like I wish you guys could see this because this is so different than staying in a value or moderate which we normally have always done because we're just like so focused on park time you don't really take the time to slow down mm -hmm. and stay at the resort very much. If we do, it's just for the kids to swim and we're by the pool. We don't like stay in the room because there's five of us and like five people in a little hotel room that there's nothing fun about that. So <laughs> we don't even stay in the room, you know, it's the pool or the park. That's it. So do you think that having had this experience, there may be a time when you would go as a family. And even though you still want to get a lot of part time because you've experienced this, that maybe you would want to do that again, knowing that you're not going to spend a ton of time in the room, but just to get that. Deluxe yes, experience. I definitely would. I, I definitely would. Um, we do have a reservation in June to stay at the Yacht Club. So that would be my kids first time, you know, staying like deluxe. And not that it's you know, kids don't really know the difference, value, moderate, deluxe, but my kids are getting older and I do do this, you know, for 
my job, my older children, they do know the difference. You know, they have the little princess vision in their mind of like the Grand Floridian, you know, all little girls want to stay there. They want like a balcony, you know, so we will. Yeah. Listen, staying in the yacht club in June when you're really going to want to be that's in that pool, that's going to be nice. I know. Yes. So yeah, they're looking forward to that. So there's, there's definitely a time and place for why you choose your resort. Uh, you know, different features are different. Your kids are into different things. If they're really into characters, you know, at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you're not going to see characters like on the walls, on the bedding. Mm -hmm. There's a few hidden Mickeys or in the room, there's like a a slight Lion King theme, but it's not, you know, like Pop Century. You walk outside the giant Lady and the Tramp, the giant Mickey phone. It's not going to be like that. So it's just different things for different times of your life or your children's lives, you know. Yeah. And I think sometimes that getting to experience all those and and letting them have those different experiences, like you want them to see it all. Um, I don't know. For me, I'm trying to raise a Disney kid. So (laughs) I'm like, no, you have to know all of them. Um, Right. Well, that's really cool. So what time did your your friend get back to the room? Was she out until park close? Yes. She stayed out really late. I believe she closed down Epcot. She did. Oh, wow. Yes. She stayed at Epcot till late. So yeah, she didn't get back till like 11 or 12, um, really late, but she just had that one full day. Mm-hmm. So she really wanted to maximize that. And the next morning you all were heading off to your training over at the Contemporary. How was the training? Yes. Do you feel like uh, for anybody who is a vacation planner that that was worth doing the training? Definitely. Yeah, this this was mostly focused on um, marketing what you have to offer to your clients in tips and tricks on how to do that for like the classroom portion of the training. And then after that was done, we did have room tours at the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian and the Contemporary. That was helpful because I hadn't seen the inside of those rooms. So that was great to be able to see actually how much space is in them. You know, because the picture, you can only guess so much on the space. But being in it, you can see the difference between the rooms and the configurations, you know, of the king bed versus the two queens and, you know, just how you could tailor it to what a family would need um, to, to fit their needs best. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to share about the the training? It was great. I mean, they gave us breakfast. Um, there were Mickey waffles included. Nice. In, in the breakfast. And then we had a really nice lunch. Um, not like a theme park lunch. It was like roast beef and mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was really nice. And oh, and the dessert for lunch was the gray stuff. Ooh. So that, that was a nice little surprise. Um, you know, a nice little touch at the end of it. So you headed to Epcot. Is that correct? Um, we went to Magic Kingdom, actually. Okay. Well, that works because you were right there. Yeah, we, our last stop was the Grand Floridian. So she wanted to go to Magic Kingdom. So I was like, okay, fine. We'll just, I'll go to Magic Kingdom too. So changed my reservation. We figured that out the night before. So I did change my reservation the night before. We got there not too much later. It started pouring. I don't even think, I don't even think we wrote anything. Hmm. Um, we went in, we walked around, and then um, it started pouring. So... I was like, well, what should we do? She's like, well, I'm here. I'm doing it. She was doing it in the rain. So we did do Pirates of the Caribbean, even though it was pouring. But we we did Pirates of the Caribbean, and then it started even pouring even harder when we got out. 
So we ran to the Tiki Room, uh, did that really quick, to, thought that would buy us some time. It didn't. It was still pouring. It was pouring inside the Tiki Room, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she continued her day at Magic Kingdom. And then I was like, well, I'm going to go to Epcot. I'm, I'm hopping over there because I still had a Space 220 mm-hmm. reservation. So she didn't. She was like, well, I'm not going to do it. I want to stay here. I'm like, okay, fine. So because of all the rain delays, I ended up missing the reservation. So I was like, I'm going to try it anyways because I want to go. I really wanted Mm -hmm. to do it. So like, I'm going to try to see if they'll let me in. And they wouldn't let me in. Oh, no. I know. And I was really surprised because it was just one person. And they wouldn't let me in. But the monorail was so delayed because everyone was wanting to, like, get out of the park, get out of Magic Kingdom because it was raining. Uh-huh. So I was I waited in the line for a bit. And I'm like, I'm not going to wait in this line, the express monorail. So I got on the resort monorail and did it that way. But that takes a lot longer because then you have to transfer, yeah. you know, at the TTC. Yeah. So I was like, well, it's pouring. At least while I'm doing this, maybe the rain will stop. So I got there too late. I was so bummed. I'm really surprised they wouldn't let you in since it was only just you. I mean, you'd have to take up a table for two, but. I know. Well, it was a lounge anyways. I mean, so I, they could just suck me at the little bar or somewhere, but it's okay. I mean, I, I was really late. I mean, 45 minutes is pretty late. So like next time, but they didn't charge me or anything for like a missed reservation. That's good. So. Yeah. So, but then I did ride Frozen. I'm like, Frozen didn't have that long of a wait. And I didn't, hadn't done that this trip, but I do love that ride. Then I went back to meet her at Magic Kingdom for Happily Ever After because she hadn't seen it yet. But we ended up watching it separately because we couldn't, like, by the time I got there, it was 8.59. It was just about to start. And she was recording it. So she wanted to record the whole thing. So she couldn't text me back. Uh like where she was. So I just tried to guess where she was. I wasn't too far off, but we didn't end up meeting up till it was over, which that's fine. Then we just walked around the rest of the time. We just walked around, enjoyed it, chit-chatted, sat by the castle. And then we left like right at 11, went back to the hotel. And then my bus or my airport shuttle came at 2.30. 2.30? I thought it was three o'clock. I mean, not that that's that much different. No, it was 2.30, so, and it actually it said 2.40 for my pickup time, but I got down there a little bit early. I got down there at 2.30, and she was already waiting, like the shuttle driver. She's like, I've been here since 2.20, and I was like, oh, no, well, my reservation said 2.40, and I thought that was already way, way too early, especially having only a carry-on and TSA pre-check. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't need to be there that early, but that's just how they schedule theirs to allow for you know, any mishaps, so you don't miss sure. your flight. And we did have a few other people to pick up at Coronado Springs. So after she picked me up, we went there, picked them up, and then we did get to the airport. Was anything open there? No, no. So you're there super early, and you're just sitting in an airport with everything closed. Yeah, with a bunch of people sleeping around me. <laughs> and, like, security didn't open till 4, and then the pre-check line didn't open. They said 4.15 it was going to open. Mm-hmm. So I just waited for the pre-check line because I wasn't really packed correctly for the regular line with like liquids and stuff. So, um, yeah, so got through there. And then the Starbucks there opens at 430. 
in case anyone wants to know. <laughs> so I got in the Starbucks line, got that, and then just waited at my gate. And then I think we boarded like 525, 530. Wow. That was not fun, you know, going home so early. Like I didn't even go to bed. I just stayed up because I was so scared that I would sleep through my alarm. Yeah. So I just watched TV, but and packed, you know, packed everything and took a shower. And then I'm like, I'm not even going to bed. Were you able to sleep on the plane at least? For like 10 minutes. I, I can't really like sleep on there sitting up. Mm-hmm. You know, I closed my eyes for like 10 minutes, but that was it. So, yeah, and then it ended, and then it's back to reality. But you have your June trip coming up, so right, that's yes. the cure for the yes. Disney Blues is to have the next one in the planning phase. Right. Plus, what I, the, one of the reasons I became a, a, tr- a Disney travel planner was because, you know, I can't go all the time, but somebody's always going. So I can help them. You know, it's like you're still in the magic a little bit. You're still checking the app, you know, on a random day at home because you need to, because your client's there and, you know, you're still doing it. It's just, you're not there. Right. Yeah. So, but it keeps you, it keeps it like going in your life a little bit until the next time that you can go there. Well, I will definitely get your information and put it in the show notes so that if anybody um, is looking for a travel planner, they can tap into your expertise. They can obviously hear through, through all of our conversation, you know, that you know what you're talking about. And um, it would probably be really helpful for somebody to have an expert on their side and especially somebody like you who has that genie plus experience and is willing to help with that sort of thing. Not everybody is, so. Oh, yeah. Anyway, well, anything else you want to share before we say goodbye? I hope everyone loves when they go there. You know, one of the things that I I hear people every now and then say, like, oh, I'm never going back to Disney World. It was so busy, or we waited in line. We didn't get hardly on any rides. And I'm like, well, then you did it wrong. I just want to tell them, you did it wrong. If you didn't like it, you did it wrong. You did something Mm -hmm. wrong. You know, you should have used a travel planner, or if you didn't want to, you should have researched it. Mm-hmm. there's so many ways to make it magical that if you didn't like it, you did something wrong. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's always how I feel. So, well, it has been so nice chatting with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here and to tell us your story Thank you. Thank you for and um, I'll get all your information and uh, thanks again. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Once again, thank you to Dana for joining me on the podcast. If you are in the market for a Disney travel planner, you can find Dana on Instagram at Dana underscore plans underscore Disney or by email at Dana at unlockthemagicllc.com. You'll find that information in the show notes. She would love to help you plan your next Disney vacation, and if you email her, she'll get you a free vacation quote. Thank you all for listening, subscribing, sharing with friends, following on social media. And with that, until next time, keep daydreaming about where you long to be.